on episode 248 of the AFK Podcast for the week of October 21st, 2019. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me are my co-hosts, Curlin. What's up? And Logan. Logan. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, well, I, I know you guys have been doing a lot of gaming. I really didn't get much in. I was traveling. Uh, I went to Disney World down in Florida with the family. And uh, since I've gotten back, I've really only played uh, Stellaris. And I picked up some of the DLC because Steam's got a Paragon sale going on right now. Of course, some of the DLC I couldn't wait. I purchased it before the sale. Uh, and then right after I purchased it, it went on sale. So that's that's how it always goes sometimes. Sounds legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've been doing a lot of outdoor stuff lately. I've been getting into or starting to get into something called overlanding. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but um, it's vehicular travel off-road. Uh, and I've got a uh, an older vehicle that we'll be replacing soon that I've decided to... There's no reason why I shouldn't turn it into a an off-road vehicle. It's got all-wheel drive and... If it breaks, it's not a big deal. Or if I roll over, you know, not a big deal. So, so you're going, you, you are channeling your inner Top Gear? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know if I'll go that crazy, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, just driving through the mud, getting the truck dirty. Uh, I got to get some AT tires, though. I've got street tires on it right now. I haven't. I haven't done anything with it yet. I, I know it's pretty capable. Uh, it's a, and it's a Honda Pilot. It's a 2005 Honda Pilot, and it's it does have a f the ability to lock it into four wheel low, um, and it's pretty capable. It, it it continues to surprise me, especially in the snow, and we do get some pretty deep snow out here. But um, I don't think I'm going to tackle the mud and the rocks just yet until I can get some AT tires and possibly a uh, a two inch lift on the suspension. So I don't knock the trans pan off or something. We got Jerry Gamer in the chat room. What's up, Jerry? Uh, um, a uh, a skid plate might be uh, a little less uh, expensive than doing a a full lift. Yeah, unless you, know, unless you just want the lift. Oh, you, yeah, I gotta want the lift for the bigger tires. <laughs> but yeah, the skid plates are a must too, and that's just a matter of you know getting them welded on there. Uh, it's going to have to be custom because they really don't make a whole lot for that truck. Uh, I have seen a few YouTube videos, though, of people really, uh, uh, you know, decking that the pilot out and getting a lot of good off-road performance out of it. And I, I was really surprised at the capability of it. It's right up there with the Toyota Tacoma and the 4Runner, which are both very, you know, capable off-road trucks. Uh, other than that, I've just been doing stuff around the house. I got to get this stuff done before that snow starts falling and the temperature starts falling. And uh, it's not too far away. We've already had a couple freezes here overnight, so I know it's coming. Uh, what about you guys, Logan? What have you been playing? Well, I finally finished uh, Borderlands 1. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And it got me thinking. Uh, played a lot more Borderlands 2 with my son. It's it's one of the few games where the the second in the series, Borderlands Two, I feel was distinctly better than the first, even though the first was still pretty good. Borderlands Two and Handsome Jack as a villain, 
I, I feel is just just such an incredibly good game. The, the writing in that, you know, actually I found an area the other day that I had missed uh, for the last decade I'd never found before. So it was sort of fun, you know, to find a new area and whatnot. Fun to play that, uh, play through that with my son and, and go through that. It's got some good segmentation in it to be able to go, okay, we're just going to do this quest and then we'll call it quits there and, you know, some good jobs there. So, yeah, I've been doing that for the last few weeks. Uh, besides that, it's just been, you know, working on uh, work-life stuff. So, in my life, I'm actually training for a swim meet I got coming up next weekend. So, that's going to be a fun time. <laughs> Do you shave? <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I remember the guys that were on swim team in uh, high school. It, they were always bald. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to do that as well. I've, I've already booked the Monday after it off because I know I'm just going to be an absolute wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's good exercise, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Curlin, what about you? What's up? Oh, uh, well, uh, it's funny that you should mention vehicles. Uh, I picked up a, another one as well. Oh, that's right. You did. What, yeah. what'd you get? Um, I picked up a, uh, a Volkswagen sport wagon TDI. Well, Jetta sport wagon TDI. Now this is supposed to, this is going to be your daily driver and the other one's going to be your, uh, your toy hashtag, car, right? Yeah. Hashtag race car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um man, I I I forgot how much I missed rolling a diesel. Like it's it's so much fun. It's 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 just quick enough to where you feel like you're going fast even though you're not. Um cuz I mean e even after I I lasted half a day and I had to get it tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, but even with it tuned right now I'm probably pushing maybe a hundred and fifty, hundred sixty horsepower to the wheels, and you know probably uh, two hundred and eighty something, almost three hundred foot pounds of torque. Damn! And and it she moves, she moves all the while still getting forty plus miles a gallon. Yeah, it's not like that's a heavy car either. That's a lot of torque and horsepower for a, a car that size. Exactly. So, I mean, you, you don't get to like 60 quick, but you feel like you're getting to 60 <laughs> quick. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's a neck snapper for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty decent. Uh, the, the way that since they did the fix and all of that stuff for the uh, the EPA and all of that, it's, it's fairly gutless uh, under 2000, but then the boost kicks in and then it really pushes you back a little bit. Nice. Whereas be before, um, you would get the torque earlier than what felt like 2000 RPM. So cool, but, um, it, it's all good. Like, uh, I'm really digging it. I, I need to source a, uh, uh, um, like a, a Mark six GTI suspension, you know, where somebody took it off and upgraded to like some coilovers or something. Mm -hmm. See if I can pick that up for the cheap. Um, yeah. That's yeah, not coilover spark stock. No, uh, -uh not, not on the sport wagon. The, the, it, since it's more of a quote-unquote family car, it has a pretty soft suspension out of the box, so it, it's a little floaty. But like all of the the GTI stuff fits on it because it's the same platform. Mm, mm -hmm. 
So uh, I, I don't need it to be super stiff, but I need it to be stiffer and a little bit lower than what it is. And the stock suspension from the other car will be perfect. So hmm. oh, I thought you were talking about the ignition or the uh, spark plugs, the coil coil pack on spark. Oh, on no, no, spark. no. Yeah. Uh, no, I, when I say coilovers, I mean like <laughs> suspension parts. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Not, not a problem. But um, yeah, once I get that and uh, get the windows tinted and I already have some wheels um, from, I got some takeoffs from a Volkswagen Atlas, which are 18 inch. Uh, I, and I, I sourced those for like 400 bucks, brand new with the tires. So once I take those tires off and get some that'll fit the car and put those on there with the tent and the suspension, I'll be, I'll be set. Well, you know, racing stripes easily add an extra 10 horsepower. Hey, yeah, but th- <laughs> this is going to be like the, the cruise mobile, like the party wagon. Cool. You know? Yeah. Party wagon. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, as far as games, though, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 here lately since the new the new release came out. Um that and I've been playing the the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Well, I've been kind of messing around in Shadow of the Tomb Raider on on Proton. Um, some Metro Exodus, some Everspace on Linux, and a Game Dev Tycoon that I picked up um, through the uh, Google Play Pass. So, how is Shadow of the Tomb Raider running in Proton? It's pretty damn good like good. I, I i haven't run it native on this rig yet but my frame rate stays in the like upper i don't know above 60 and less than 100 and that's just on a vega 64 with the thread river i also played it on the vega 64 and got the same frame rates you did so yeah yeah sounds like it's running pretty good mm-hmm yeah, Pro- Proton ain't no joke. People sleeping on it, but it's all, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to love the time we're living in. While you were we were talking, I was able to sign a contract on my phone and send it back over to my real estate agent. Now that's what's up. Yeah. You moving? No, I, I have another home I sold. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, hopefully it's selling. This is the fourth buyer. The first three backed out. So hopefully this one goes through. Uh, let's see. On to the news. Uh, there was a lot was of news. news oh, my was God. It? I went on vacation, and the biggest thing to ever happen to uh, hey, Blizzard happened. Shit's on fire. Yeah. Shit's on fire. <laughs> exactly. Um, let me switch screens here. Uh, I mean, we really don't have to recap this because if you haven't heard about this by now, you've been sleeping under a rock. Everybody knows pretty much what's happened, but just a quick, not even a recap. Blizz Chung, her store player, was banned by Blizzard for uh, saying, uh, you know, speaking out in support of Hong Kong uh, after a match, basically. So they, they banned him for two years, stripped him of his winnings. Uh, they later released a bullshit statement stating that uh, you know their decision had nothing to do with China, yada blah. We all know that's bullshit. It did, and then they reduced the suspension to six months and 
gave him back his prize money. But, um, oh my God, did they kick a hornet's nest when they banned him. Uh, Boycott Blizzard was trending for probably three days. And if you were to go to Twitter right now and uh, search for Blizzchung or Boycott Blizzard, I mean, it's still going. It may not be going enough to where it's trending, but it's still going. Uh, And then not only that, Congress got involved. So uh, a bipartisan letter was sent to Body Kodak, the CEO of Blizzard Activision, a uh, bipartisan letter signed by both Republicans and Democrat De- Republicans and Democrat members of Congress, uh, senators and representatives, uh, stating that they uh, were very concerned about Blizzard's actions and China's oversight of American companies in general. Because we, you know, it was a big snafu with uh, LeBron James too this this past week. Uh, after one of the, I don't know if it's a team owner. I think it was a team owner uh, spoke out in support of of Hong Kong, and then LeBron turned around and said that uh, the, that team owner might not be too educated on the subject. And next thing you know, they're burning LeBron jerseys in Hong Kong. Um, so yeah, uh, did you guys follow this at all? How how could you not follow yeah. this? <laughs> right. Um. Uh- a little bit, but uh, I, I still don't understand what the hoopla was about as far as like the details of who's fighting who and why backing one over the other is bad. Like, I haven't been paying the attention to that oh, part okay. at all. Well, the, yeah. th- there's been a lot of riots and protests in Hong Kong over an extradition bill um, that was going to be passed by, I think her first name's Carrie Lam. I know Lam is her last name. Or- uh, and it would allow Hong Kong residents to be extradited to the Chinese mainland uh, to face trial on charges. And Hong Kong is a city that, uh, when it was turned over to China by the British, uh, it was agreed upon in, in, the, in the treaty that Hong Kong would be given a lot of anonymity and a lot of freedoms that the Chinese don't have on the mainland. So it's a very free, very democratic city which has allowed it to prosper uh, under a capitalist system. That's where you get the term, you know, two systems, one government. Well, China's been slowly eroding uh, Hong Kong's special privileges and, and, and democratic rights, human rights. And uh, in response, Hong Kong residents, mostly young people, have been out and protesting a lot of the measures uh, being passed and put forth by the Hong Kong government. So uh, Blizz Chung was speaking out in support of the protesters. He's a Hong Kong uh, Hearthstone player. And that's, so basically he's speaking out for his own human rights, his own basic human rights and the the rights of the people of Hong Kong. And um, Blizzard has uh, been trying to get into the Chinese market. Actually, they're in the Chinese market. And China has basically told American companies, you know, you got to do things our way, you got to toe the line or you're out. Uh, So they they do not want American companies uh, having anything to do with the Hong Kong protesters. They're trying to stifle um, any type of freedom of speech or support for those 
uh, Hong Kong protesters coming from American companies that they do business with. Does that make sense? Yep, pretty pretty bang on. Yeah. Um, now, now, when you said that last part, now I understand why a money meister like Kodak, you know, would okay someone from Blizzard saying or doing, you know, the actions that they did against a player that's under their employment. Right. And then they, they fired the two casters that were casting that match, too, after that. Yeah, because I, I was about to say now, it like the, what we all know that it has to do something with money. So, oh, it is. So, so, totally. so when you trace the money back, where does it go? <laughs> like, yeah, it's totally the money. Yeah. And South Park came out. Uh, was it a week before this happened? And uh, in the South Park episode, kind of, it wasn't about this, but it was about Randy Marsh trying to get. I think it was more of a. Um, reaction to the NBA thing. So the one of those South Park characters, Randy Marsh, he's got a pot farm and he's trying to get into the China market to get that China money. And uh, after the last episode, he says, fuck China. And now South Park is banned from China. <laughs> uh, since then, too, PewDiePie has also been banned from China. Uh, so, yeah, if you speak out at all against the Chinese government, uh, you will be banned. They're not down with that free speech. Interesting. It's all a bunch of bull. So some employees at Blizzard staged a walkout as well because it oh, yeah, doesn't align you. with what they say are their company values of uh, everyone's important and uh, what think every voice like that. every voice matters. Every voice matters. Yeah. So my my hot take on it is is pretty simple is blizzard is well within their rights according to the contract to do what they did uh to the player uh as far as the casters are concerned i have no idea why they banned the casters uh, i did read something that said the casters may have been in on it like they knew he was going to say it and they let him say it and well, that's, that's why that's they why did he it. hid yeah that's why they but, hid yeah so i still think that's too much so being within their rights uh, to be able to do something and being in the right in what they do are two completely different things. So this has been an absolute nightmare year for Blizzard. It's they every time you think they can't get any worse, they're like, here, here, hold my beer, hold my beer. <laughs> so recap that for a second. They announced record profits and then the next day lay off 800 people. Yeah, I forgot about that already. And what was the other one they did at the very start? Oh, it of was the uh, Diablo Mobile. Mmm, Diablo Mobile. You all have phones, don't you? Yeah. So, uh, lots of people deleting their accounts. I was doing a quick look at trying to find out if I could see some numbers, but I can't. Uh, but they've got an earnings call coming up after BlizzCon, I believe. So, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what 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 those numbers are like at that point in time and i'm super stoked for blizzcon but i really hope it just burns to the ground blizzcon being protested is going to be surreal yeah totally it's going to be so surreal uh, well, i don't go ahead oh i, I was going to say it, the thing is is why i don't understand why like as a whole people think blizzard is so good because they're they're just a company that puts out pretty solid games. Well, I, I, well 
I, I would say the, the stability of the game is is good in comparison to other studios. But other than that, they're just another fucking game company. Right. Like, but they've but they're um, also known as a very progressive, socially progressive game company. They have uh, LGBT. I don't want to mess this up. Uh, LGBTQ. The alphabet folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're very supportive of, of that group and they're very supportive of, uh, um, yeah, I, that group. I can't think of anything else. They're very, also very anti-bully. They've got a lot of progressive policies at Blizzard, so they're kind of seen as this very enlightened company. But people need to realize these companies only do that shit to get your money. They're just pandering to you. Yep. And, and that's just, I think people are finally waking up to that. No company gives a shit about you or your, or your, you know, your station in life. All they care about is getting the money from your wallet into their bank account. Uh, and they will tell you whatever they need to tell you to do it. And if, if you think otherwise, then you're naive. You know, that's the exact lesson I've been pounding into my son over like the last two years through the whole Fortnite crap is companies want nothing to do with you they just want your money everybody wants your money and they're going to do anything they can to take it from you. yep so that's why i've got like i don't have a problem but it does sort of irk me when people do things like burn their lebron james jerseys i think the guy is a complete asshole i think he's just money grubbing idiot but you've already paid for that they already have your money for that so what I would really rather people see is just donate it. Donate it to someone who needs it and is going to wear it rather than you wear it with honor or with, you know, with pride. Just donate it away. Somebody else can still get some use. The company already has your money. Right. Well, it's the same thing with the people breaking. There's a lot of things on Twitter, people breaking their discs for their place, PlayStation, the Overwatch disc or Diablo disc. Yeah. <laughs> like that is so that is so ridiculous because you know what's gonna happen right they already have your money fool now you're gonna buy it again <laughs> exactly i was gonna say they, 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 they're gonna have a pr campaign they're gonna clean it up and then you're gonna go buy it again mm -hmm. you know and I, and I think what else is pissing people off about this is blizzard will not come out and apologize they just cannot admit they were wrong in my very naive opinion i think that's their only out right about now i think their only way out is to come out at blizzcon and go yo hey we fucked up and here's what we're going to do about it but I, I don't see them doing that yeah it'll never happen the the the, the, the hubris is is humongous huge yeah and then bobby kodak it would we'll be worried about what the stat would do to the stock if they got a pull out of china mm -hmm. so that would just hey. be Serious question, and I have no idea. I got to talk to some of my financial friends. What is more important to a company, your profit or your stock value? Right? Like they're they're never tied on a direct correlation of of. Well, I was going to say one to one, but you know what I mean. They're they're not directly correlated. You've, I've seen companies in the past post record profits, but the stock not move very much at all. Would they rather have the stock go up like you know yeah. 20 30 40 points or would they rather have record profits and the stock go up like five ten points i took the required business classes in college and they didn't cover this yeah. well from, from from what i've noticed is by making record profits you're essentially saying that hey we're doing our job we're selling stuff <clears throat> yeah we're bringing in money 
And that that is like a reason for the stockholders not to get pissed off and sell off. So it, 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 it what I've noticed is in those cases, it typically won't move a whole lot. But if they miss profits, then everybody gets on a rant. Oh, my God, the world is ending. I'm going to dump now before before, um, you know, some whale does. And then I've lost 10 percent on that particular stock in my portfolio it and seemed, I, I just have to sit there and wait it out for it to climb back up it seems to me that stock tends to follow the company's health as a whole and how much growth it's done and, and, and again I am not a financial expert but from what I've seen uh, just you know watching the news or reading the business section and on Google News or whatever uh, whenever a company seems to have, uh, you know, is getting into a new market or has growth potential, the stock seems to do better. Yeah. So, like the the reason that I'm wondering that is, no, there, there's they're really in a no win situation right now. Their numbers in this quarter are going to reflect poorly. I'm I'm assuming from the account deletions and from probably what I'm hoping is massive amounts of Wow subscribers abandoning their subscriptions so as a company what do they really what is easier and better to focus on in the short-term solution is it building bridges back with their north american base that they've had for years yeah even a small decline there uh, or should they forge on ahead and is there more value in building that new relationship with china regardless of the bridges they burn with north america so just to put it in perspective, China's got roughly four times the population of the U.S. So it is still a very wealthy market, but, you know, it, it's, you, you're, what is it, uh, uh, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul or something like that? Is that the saying? Robbing Peter to pay Paul, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's what they're going to do. They're going to mask their losses and play like nothing ever happened and push forward with China because there's too much money on the table to miss out on. Yeah. And, and people forget. Yep. That's why they're silent. They think this, they right. thought this was going to blow over. And it, at some point it will. Uh, I mean, if you wait long enough, it will. I mean, pe people yeah. used to hate the hell out of EA and, you know, they kind of stayed solid and then started putting out some fairly solid stuff. And then you Blizzard know? said, hey, hold my beer one second. I got this EA. Right. Let me take some heat off you. The only thing that's but different you know, about this this one, though, uh, this time, is that the Congress is actually paying attention, and Congress has already been looking at gaming for other reasons, uh, some legit, some not. You know, they were already looking at gaming for gaming violence. Okay, not a legit reason, uh, but also looking at them for loot boxes. So Congress keeps hearing about this industry more and more, and it's not good things. At some point, they're going to pass some kind of legislation, and it's not going to be good for these companies, and it's probably not going to be good for gamers. No, and I can see microtransactions getting on their radar now as well. So you'll start to see, or I'm guessing you're going to start to see stories like one I linked there pop up, which is this one dude dropped $150,000 on a Transformers mobile game just through microtransactions, and it's like, what in the hell? Like, I can't imagine. Like, that's a lottery dude, win. Dude, I wish I could wow. drop 150. Is this dude rich? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> wow. 
before we leave the uh, Blizzard Hong Kong uh, conversation, I just want to say, you know, for me personally, um, going to support if you're if you're out there in the world, and you know, I, here in the U.S., we tend to take our freedom for granted. We take uh, freedom of speech for granted. Um, so if you're out there and you're in an oppressed nation and you're fighting for freedom, uh, I'm always going to support that over some big corporate company like Blizzard. So I wish the people of Hong Kong the best, and I, I hope that the uh, that they get what they're looking for and that they get the democratic freedoms that they 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 desire and the human rights that they are fighting so hard for. Ah, now next. Google Stadia will be launching November nineteenth. Mmm, tasty. Are you gonna you gonna mess around with Stadia at all? Yeah, um, I, I'm. I'm gonna uh, pre-order the. Well, I have pre-ordered the the little kit, the controller and the Chromecast. Um, pr primarily so that I can try out Destiny when I'm at my girl's house, and I won't have to like haul a rig or something with me. Yep. I can just kind of plug it into her because I mean she's got gigabit, and I don't. So. <laughs> So I, I could just plop the, the Chromecast in there, you know, and uh, start up the game and and just roll from there, and and you know just to see how well it well it is. Is uh, she a gamer? No, she no. isn't. But her son is. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he he, he might dig it too. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly how like the account stuff will work, but um, I'll give it a shot. See what it's like. Yeah, I've got no use for it for me personally, and I, I have some serious doubts that it's going to live up to Google's hype. Yeah, yeah, I, I, the, the tech is there, but as always, the 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 um, elephant in the room or the, the wow card is always your internet connection. That's yeah. what it's been with every freaking streaming service. Well, my other concern with Google is the list of things they've abandoned is longer than their successes. They have a yeah. history of starting projects and then just pulling the plug a couple years later. Yeah, if something doesn't take off, they will cut their losses. I got to give them that. Yeah. Google Fiber took off and they dropped that hot, didn't it? Um, no, They just stopped expanding. It's still live. They're trying to do something with 5G, I think. Yeah. It, it, got, it was more expensive than they thought it was going to be, basically. That and they probably faced a hell of a lot more resistance in um, trying tape. to get into certain markets. Yeah, yeah. Telecoms were fighting them on it. Mm-hmm. I know they were fighting them here in my state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I I don't have a lot of faith in Google. So you you buy the Stadia equipment and then they pull the plug a couple years from now and you're you're basically out the door for whatever games you bought on this on the system unless it's a total subscription service. Um, and then whatever equipment you purchased. Yeah, so I'd, I'd still be able to use a Chromecast for whatever, but yeah. I guess the controller would be, you know. In the recycle bin. Yeah. Or or, or like a uh, one of those things you, you, you put on your shelf. You're like, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. Hey, it's yeah. a collectible. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up there with your copy of uh, E.T. on Atari. Right. <laughs> 
That's cool though. I'm glad you're gonna try it out because that way you can you can report back. What about you, Logan? You gonna give this try? No, not, <laughs> not at all. I'm just I'm so worried. Exactly as I said that hey, I'm gonna buy this, get financially invested. The last I read that you pay a subscription fee and you have to buy the games, and so I, I don't trust them that I'll be able to access my games. You know, X months or X years down the road. So screw it. Yeah. Same here. Uh, NVIDIA is launching an RTX game remastering program. I kind of saw this coming. Um, it's kind of one of those things, well, if they won't change it, then we will, you know, because uh, there probably weren't enough developers putting the RTX technology into their games for whatever reason. Either that or it wasn't happening fast enough. Um, yep. Yep. But, I mean, that... that yeah, I'm not surprised by this either. Because, I mean, it, it's a big staple for them. They've already overcharged for all of the GPUs. So they're like, um, we got it. It's been almost a year. We got to get some stuff out there to, to show our new shiny shit off. Yeah, I'm looking forward to their earnings call. I'm, I'm hoping to see a drop. Yeah, if they do have a drop, they'll mask it. Cause, yeah. Cause, you, that's what they all do. It, it's especially someone with the same amount of hubris as like Activision. So, oh yeah. And Doom Eternal delayed. Yeah, I was kind of sad about that one because I was really looking forward to Doom. What but, engine? Um, Doom Eternal. Uh, I don't know much about. Six. So this is new. Mm-hmm. It's the, the another Doom game on It Takes Six, which is the same engine that they use for uh, Doom 2016 and uh, Wolfenstein 2 and uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Doom 2016 looks so good and runs so good on yeah, my PC. The, yeah, the stuff they've done with Vulcan is is unbelievable. And it, it runs like a bat out of hell in a Proton as well. Nice. So, so that's always great. Did they give any reason for the delays? N um, Not from what I saw. I, I only saw the headline and I dropped it in there. I just kind of skimmed over the little snippet from Blues. So um, didn't really investigate. All I saw was March of 2020. Yeah, it's, it's kind of general. Right. Just delayed. Mm -hmm. They'll be ready when it's ready. Uh, no Epic's game exclusives for Everspace 2. Yeah, they said, um, they tried to buy us and we said, screw that. Like, <laughs> we want our market large and not just on one thing. So, um, that's thanks, cool. but no thanks. Exactly. Uh, cause that's probably a title that I will pick up. Yeah, um, when, when, when they made that announcement, uh, a, a couple of months ago I went and bought the game again after and I found that they had a, a Linux a Linux native uh, port I For bought one. the game again even though I had access to it on Xbox Game Pass like nice yeah yeah that goodwill will go a long way mm-hmm wish more companies would understand that you know 
And the AMD Radeon RX 5500 series was announced. This is uh, the low end of the new ones, correct? The, this is lower than the 5700. This would be like a 950 or 1050 Ti type it, this, would, this would be like the, uh, the RX 580, 570 replacements. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be targeting, you know, 1080p with some settings turned turned up a little bit mm -hmm. um you probably at a pretty good price point you know yeah those rx 580s were at a really good price point i think it was 150 or less for most of them the 150 dollars ones were those nice custom coolers mm -hmm. and uh yeah it plays 1080p games very nice yeah and and the, the new architecture is fast as hell like i, I picked up a a 5700 XT and I've been kind of dinking around with it the last couple of days and it it's it surprised me like it, it's a in a lot of things it's about as fast as the Radeon 7 nice so, yeah yeah and the other news this week and I didn't understand what the hell was going on with this the Fortnite black hole stunt um my son doesn't play Fortnite as much as he used to, so he probably didn't even know this was going on. He's He's got the new NBA game, and he's all about that. So he hasn't touched Fortnite. Um, uh, Logan, did you put this in here? Yeah, it was, it was kind of epic from a PR and hype standpoint. So... Yeah, because uh, I was totally... My, my, I saw you know, little blurbs of it on Twitter, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I just didn't have time to read it. So, you know, exp explain what, what, uh, what was this? Well, my take on it is that Fortnite over the last year and a bit has slowly been going downhill because of all of their um, money-grubbing antics. Like, it was cool to see Avengers in there, and it was cool to do this and cool to do that, but they've done so many different things that the game has really gone downhill. So the community as a whole was sort of saying, yo, 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 you need to back back it up, back up the bus. And so surprisingly, they listened. They created the black hole event, uh, which is exactly what you said. You know, a black hole swallowed the entire map. The game went offline for 48 hours. Lots of people were losing their collective minds because they were wondering, you know, have I lost all my V-Bucks and everything like that. Uh, but after 48 hours, the game came back online. New map, new setup, new loadout. Uh, rolled it way back to what it was more like in the beginning. I think it's only got like five or six different weapons right now, uh, rather than like the dozen or more that it had. You know, vehicles are gone, planes are gone, all of this stuff. Uh, and so it's really gone back to vanilla with a new map, and they're going to start to build it back up from there. Uh, and I was very surprised they took it offline for that amount of time, considering what kind of money it generates. But I guess that from a developer standpoint, they really wanted to make sure that when they went live with it, it worked perfectly so yeah so it went live uh this past week um you know kids were up at five in the morning playing on it and having a blast <laughs> yeah i'm surprised that the long legs this game has had but uh they pump out content quickly yeah they, they they're really iterative with their approach and with their uh deployments so uh, they'll hype up some, they, they've, re, they've made some really good partnerships, right? The whole Thanos and Avengers crossover, I feel, was super fun and super well done. Uh, and they've just, they've got a good hype machine too. Like Ninja uh, really does well. The whole Ninja and Drake 
uh, from a year ago, you know, set records on Twitch. And so this past week, you saw Lady Gaga reach out on Twitter saying, hey, what's Fortnite? Hey, who's Ninja? And I, I love Ninja's response. Like, I, I never follow these guys, but I, his response to uh, Lady Gaga going, who's Ninja? Was just, uh, why don't you ask Drake? <laughs> so, pretty cool. Pretty fun stuff. Uh, I don't know if anything's going to become uh, become of that, but... You know, it's it's fun from a, a business standpoint to watch what they're doing because I, I really feel like they're they're doing quite well with that. You know, I hate the company, uh, I hate the game. Uh, I l- finally won that battle against V Bucks with my son uh, because he doesn't really play it much at all anymore. So you know, I just keep driving home the point every time he picks it up again. I'm like, hey, aren't you glad that you didn't spend twenty, forty, fifty, a hundred bucks on V Bucks in there now? He's like, yeah, I am. So yeah, win one win in the win column or one W in the win column for me. And uh, I give, I'm not a, not a fan of what Tim Sweeney's doing, the approach he's taking exclusives, and we've beat that to death, so I'm not going to go there. But he, getting back to the Hong Kong situation, he came out and said that, uh, that even though his company's 40% owned by Tencent, that he's the majority shareholder, and his players can say whatever they want. <laughs> this is America. So good on Tim Sweeney. I'll give him credit for doing that. That was that was pretty cool. He's probably just so fucking happy that the attention's off of him right now. Oh yeah, and everybody's true. hating on Blizzard. That he's like, he's like standing behind. Uh, he's stand, he's the guy. He's the kid in the back that's going, yeah, kick his motherfucking ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We did the dude spending, did the Fortnite. That's it for news this week. Uh, you know, with it being Halloween season. Uh, oh, and by the way, this marks one year for us. Not today, but October marks a year uh, for us uh, returning to the podcast. So we're we're one year old uh, since our since we restarted it. One year old again. <laughs> one year old again. It's a happy anniversary. Yay! Uh, but in the spirit of the Halloween season, uh, I thought maybe we could talk about uh, scary games. Do you play them? And what was the scariest game you've ever played? For me personally, it was The Evil Within 2. That game, if you turn the lights off and play it in the dark, there's just so many jump scares and bizarre creatures in that game that it's it's just... Uh, it's, it's at times terrifying there was one time where you're running down a hall and you know this thing is right behind you you can hear it and it's this horrible creature made out of legs and saws it was just bizarre uh and you know it's and it scared the crap out of me my hair was standing on end of my arms that's how scared i was because i had headphones on and i was playing in the dark uh and so far that's the scariest game and the uh um yeah, it's the scariest game and the most scared I've ever been in a game. Either of you guys play scary games? Yeah, I have. Um, I haven't played The Evil Within or the second one, but um, for me, it had to be like the 20 minutes I spent in Outlast. Um, it, 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 the way that they, they made it didn't necessarily like spook me or anything, but the the, the sound in the game, like... Like when you're running around, like your feet are so freaking loud <laughs> that is that is almost annoying to. And it got to the point where I just had to turn it off because I couldn't stand it. You know, you couldn't really adjust the volume of your footsteps. So I was like, 
uh, this is creepy and all, and I want to see what happens, but it's getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> Uh, I do that with music a lot of the times. If it's um, like the the music from Vampire, it was this. Uh, it was like an out of tune violin the entire time, and I'm like, I can't stand this. I had to turn it off. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch the Twitch streamers play play their scary games, but I'm I'm a hard no. I absolutely hate horror. I am a, a total wuss. Like I will <laughs> scream with the best of them. Nice. Uh, Logan, you guys trick or treat up there? Is that a thing? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. We uh, we have hundred or so kids, maybe hundred fifty, come by every year. Yeah, some pretty good costumes. Yeah, yeah, the costumes for sure have gotten better and better. Not like when we were kids, right? Where you had this extremely flammable um, vinyl costume with a plastic mask that you couldn't breathe when you were wearing. Uh, with too. that little thin <laughs> rubber strap that always broke yes and then your dad would just duct tape the mask to your head that yeah. was awesome good yeah. time yeah lots of happy memories of Halloween it's a good time alright the other topic we're going to talk about tonight is uh, you know we're in the age of subscription services so it seems it seems like everybody, every publisher, every uh, outlet's coming out with their own subscription service or all-you-can-eat subscription service. Uplay uh, recently came out with theirs. We know EA has theirs. Uh, PlayStation has theirs. Uh, Microsoft has theirs and so on. Steam does not have one yet. Yet. Uh, but with that being said, what subscription services do you guys plan on subscribing to? Game subscription services. Well, for me, um, I have PlayStation Plus, and <clears throat> I keep it primarily because I want don't want to lose access to all the stuff that I've collected over the past couple of years. Because if you let it lapse, then it, all the stuff you had access to before will go away, even if you resub. That's how they get you. That's some right. grade A <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> right, right. So what I do is I'll just wait until, like... You can find like the 12 months deal for like 35, 40 bucks. And I'll just pick up a couple of them then. You know what I mean? And, and, and kind of back, back, uh, back catalog. Uh, well, you know what I mean? I, I'll kind of back, uh, put a couple of years in, into like the, the cash or whatever. Um, for for uh, the Xbox, I was on Xbox Gold, but then they started to play pass for PC. And I totally switched over like um, so like all of the the time that I collected for Xbox Gold from going to the Microsoft conference and getting those uh, year cards for like half price turn into Game Pass time. And it, it essentially it cut my years in half, but I still don't have to pay uh, until like the end of 2021 or some shit. Nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, like to have access to all of their first party stuff is 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 freaking gold. Like I won't I won't be compelled to buy a new Xbox when the new one comes out because all of their first party stuff is coming to PC. Yeah. Yeah. And then um of course there's Humble Monthly. I've been a fan of that ever since it it, it dropped. Um uh, when it first first arrived on the scene, you know, three or four years back, 
Um, and yeah, it's great. I mean, you pay like, what is it, like $112 for the year. And you get some, some pretty good stuff throughout the year. Um, I also just saw that they were going to change that, that, uh, that setup up where you can actually pick the games that you want every month, which is going to be pretty cool. So, and those, and it, those yeah, are and games, though, that you keep even if you don't have a subscription, though. Right, because they actually give you keys for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the last one, um, I, I just turned on the Google Play Pass since it launched. It's like $2 a month for like the first year. So I figured I'd try it out. You know, it's like $24 for the year. That's like two trips to Baskin Robbins or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, like maybe three or four coffees from Dunkin' Donuts. So I, I figured I'd give it a run and see what it, what it turned out, how it turns out. But um, for gaming, that's that's about it. You know, I got a couple of video services that I sub to, and one or two um, um, music music joints. But, yeah, it seems like a lot. If you throw all that in there, you know, you throw in the the stream, you know, the movie streaming services and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause but like for for Netflix, I get a stipend with T-Mobile because I'm prior service, so. You know, I already get my T-Mobile. Um, my plan is half price of what everybody else pays because they were running that, that promo or whatnot. And, you know, it, it also comes with a full-blown uh, Netflix subscription. So mm -hmm. I don't have to pay separately for, for Netflix. Um, since I'm a student, again, I get Spotify um, for, what is it, like $5 a month? And with that comes Hulu and Showtime, so I don't have to pay for those. And uh, I think that's I think that's about it for the uh, for the video stuff. Cool, Logan. What about you? Uh, I'm pretty lean. I like to keep it to a minimum. So uh, around Christmas, Boxing Day, and Black Friday, I'll look for the yearly uh, subscription deals. So last year, I picked up the Humdoll Bundle Monthly from that. Um, um, I'll look this year for PS Now, so that's how playing the PS game or PlayStation games on PC, because uh, that's pretty good as well. Uh, you know, being able to do that, uh, Netflix and Apple Music, and that's that's pretty it for me. Um, I don't do anything on Xbox right now. Uh, I screwed myself with the changeover onto the new Xbox um, uh, Xbox All Access crap, so I, I lost like the ability to how people were going to get like a year. I did, was one of the first to jump on and I did it wrong. So I only got like six months. So six months, three months and it, it's already gone already. So, oh, well. Yeah, I have, uh, well, my son has, I don't play, I don't play on the PlayStation at all. My son has PlayStation plus he pays for it though. Uh, and as far as other streaming services, I, I did have an EA membership that expires in November, but I'm not renewing it and that's it i don't plan on having any other purchasing any other um subscription gaming services as far as other forms of entertainment i, I have an apple music subscription i'm on the, i got the family plan so my wife and the kids can get and listen to whatever music they want to listen to uh, because we're all on um, the ios ecosystem with our phones uh, and then we have a Netflix subscription, but that'll be going away here pretty soon because there really isn't anything on there we want to watch. 
uh, at least until the new season of Lucifer comes out. Uh, so I'll probably put the... I think they have the option to put, put it on hold now. At least here they, they do. So I'll probably just put the subscription on hold until new season comes out. Oh, I do have an Audible subscription. I spend a lot of time in the car, so that's been a lifesaver. Uh, especially when I'm on a podcast to listen to. But that's really it. Nothing for games. I plan on um, putting games on my wish list, and then once they go on a deep discount, I'll buy them. That's going to kind of be my... There isn't a whole lot of stuff that I would necessarily buy day one anymore, especially with all the, all the way games are hype, type, type, and then they end up being huge disappointments. So unless it's a multiplayer game that I'm, I know, one, that everyone is going to be playing, and two, that I have the time and can play at the same time as everybody else, then I'll pick it up. But if you know, unless those two conditions are met, I don't see any reason to buy anything day one. Got a huge back catalog I got to get through still. Uh, you know, you're talking about Outlast, and um, I, I picked up Outlast 2 on a sale, uh, and I'm waiting for Outlast 1 to go on sale so I can pick that one up too. And uh, Outlast, Outlast 2, is I still haven't played it. So that's going to be my plan anyway for, for this year. And Jerry says he's got, uh, he's hoping to get the Humble monthly bundle this month. I think Humble's um, a really good deal, and the fact that you get to keep those games is... If I was going to subscribe to anything, it would be Humble. But I would feel overwhelmed because you get all these games, and I can't even play the games I already own. So... Yeah, see, see like, like for me, for, for what you pay versus what you get, it, it kind of staves me off from getting the urge to buy something throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the, the, this, like this year... I, I think I've only purchased the Destiny 2 uh, um, uh, expansion like full price. Everything else I've just been playing what I already had. Whereas before, you know, every month or two, you probably pick up something here. You maybe splurge a little bit on one of the Steam sales and, you know what I'm saying, you amass this back catalog. But now I don't really do that. So it's kind of trading one for the other. Except in the end, I'm still uh, spending a lot less than what I was before. Ultimately, there's so many options out there that there's an option for somebody. Right. And that's, that's a good thing. It's, it's nice that you can do it your way. You know, you can go out there and you can find a way that works for you and for your budget. And, and that's a good thing, I think. And that seems like a, a good place to end it for this week no community news Uh, we'd love to hear from our listeners you can email us at mail at afkpodcast.net I know you're out there I can see the downloads every week Uh, you can help others by uh, you can help others find us by giving us a review on iTunes, Google Play or wherever you listen we're on most uh, podcast apps or outlets you can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Steam groups and more. Music for the show is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org. And that's all we've got. So for me, for Curlin, and for Logan, we will see you next Sunday. This is the part where you guys usually say, Peace. Later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>